This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. As promised, let's talk about all those political attack ads that were saturating the airwaves last night during the Raptors game. My guest is Keith Baldry, Global News Bureau Chief at the BC Legislature. Hey, Keith. Hey, great game last night, but uh, some interesting ads as well. Terrible ending to the game. It was. It was. Terrible ending. It just means there's another one, though. I mean, or at least one or two more. So it's, well, it uh, gives them a more of an opportunity to run more attack more ads. More attack ads. I mean, the, the, the anti-sheer, anti-Trudeau forces could not have picked a better time than to air attack ads in the middle of that Raptors game, which I think the entire country was glued to. Yeah, because the ratings on this for TV for the Raptors run here have been epic. I mean, just absolutely huge ratings. Yeah. So the cost to run these ads must also be huge. They're spending well, a lot of money oh, here. Oh, I think we're talking at least fifty thousand uh, dollars per per run on uh, uh, per airing of the, that ad. Now, uh, why it's also important for these ads to run from both perspectives is not only is it country the entire country uh, transfixed by the Raptors, but uh, Ontario in particular is completely in uh, engulfed in what's going on with the Raptors. So the ratings in Toronto, Metro T- Toronto, the riding rich area of Ontario were massive and that's why those ads got a, a bigger airing and a bigger more mass audience uh, showing than anything that happened in 2015. Okay, speaking of Ontario, one of the more interesting ads last night, Keith, was the one that attacks Sheer mm-hmm. and basically portrays the guy as kind of like a puppet of Ontario Premier Doug Ford. We hear that ominous music, and then the alarm yeah. ringing at the end. So. It's, a, it, 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 uh, it's very effective, I think, because it, particularly in Ontario, it doesn't mean much to people in BC or Alberta, Saskatchewan, whatever, because uh, we don't have Doug Ford. But Doug Ford's numbers have tanked and, uh, in Ontario. He, they, it's like Ontario voters suddenly woke up from a, a dream, like, what have we just done? Who did we just elect here? So Ford's on a rampage in terms of cutting services in Ontario, and uh, the Liberals are smartly trying to tie uh, Andrew Shear's tail to Doug Ford, and I think it's probably going to have a, a, a positive impact for the Liberals. Yeah. There's already been reports, the Tories are somewhat freaked out about this, that uh, they've been saddled with a guy now who's very unpopular. Now, uh, the upside for the Tories is the Ontario legislature is not going to sit again until after the election, and that takes that will take Ford out of the public eye to some degree, but not entirely. Uh, so this is probably, I think, the chief worry of, of Andrew Scheer and the Tories right now is being linked to Doug Ford. Yeah, I mean, Doug Ford has been the Premier of Ontario for about a year, and he has gone through a very controversial budget process there in Ontario where he cut a lot of spending and some some unpopular cuts as well. He cut some Medicare spending, mm-hmm. for example. He cancelled some promised increases to mental health funding. He got into a real jam over autism funding yeah. in Ontario and took a lot of heat over that, and then he's been kind of walking it back and flip-flopping a bit, and it's hurt him in the polls. He's, he's kind of dipped in the polls. So you see how this... Uh, this ad is trying to link Sheer to Ford and obviously aimed at Ontario voters, right? Well, so, so many ridings in Ontario, the whole election could be won or lost there. Oh, exactly. I mean, Metro Toronto is really the, the key to the election, and uh, I think Ford's numbers tanking only help uh, Trudeau. It's interesting, this, this sort of blue wave that's going across the country uh, with the Conservative governments being elected. It's one thing to be to be popular in opposition, because you don't have to do anything. And there's no, the, you're in government, you've got to make some tough calls. And that's why you see, I think you're going to see uh, Tory governments become less popular in the next few months, because they're in government, and they have to make some tough calls, and they're not, and they're not popular. Okay. And that's going to reflect poorly on Mr. Shear. Okay, let's listen to another attack ad against Shear. This, this is from a, a group, by the way, called Engage Canada. Have a listen to this. Andrew Shear. 
Another conservative prime minister? He's a yes man to the 1%. He'd say yes to tax cuts for the richest Canadians. And big business? He'd say yes to their tax cuts too. Following Doug Ford with conservative health care cuts? Hell yes. Shear's a yes man to them, and that means no to you. Andrew Shear. His weakness will cost you. Learn more at sheerweakness.ca. Sheerweakness.ca. Okay, this is both those ads attacking Shear by the same group, Engage Canada. So this is not a Liberal Party ad. This is an Engage Canada yeah. ad. Who is this Engage Canada group? Well, I think it's pr- primarily unions, primarily yeah. Unifor, the union you and I belong to, uh, yeah. is uh, very politically active and, and w- makes no bones of the fact they want Andrew Scheer out of, of power, not that he's in there yet. I think this adds a little weaker. I mean, it does tie at the very end to Doug Ford, which is a vulnerability for Mr. Scheer. But, I mean, this is not the first time the left has painted the conservative uh, leader. He's a friend of the 1%. A friend of the 1% friend of corporations. I mean, that's boilerplate, as you were saying before we we went to air. I mean, that's just standard fare, typical left-wing portrayal of a conservative leader. Nothing new there at all. Now, again, the magic words there, Doug Ford, at the very end, which, again, resonate with Ontario voters. And I'm not sure Scheer has promised to cut taxes for the richest Canadians. I haven't heard him say that. I mean, if he's on the record somewhere saying that... You know, I could stand that, corrected, but I, I searched for I searched for the source on that this morning, couldn't find it. Where, where Shear's more vulnerable, and it's unfair, but he's vulnerable, is when he's tagged with extremism or 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 tolerating intolerance uh, with uh, far right candidates. You know, whether it's social conservatism, anti-abortion, uh, anti-immigration, that type of thing. Even though he himself is not, I don't think, can be uh, tagged with those things. Nevertheless, the company he keeps makes him vulnerable to that, and that's a more vulnerable, uh, a, a bigger vulnerable. For him. But this, you know, he's Mr. Corporation, Mr. 1%. That's just going to fall flat with people. By the way, these groups like Engage Canada, these are known in Canada as third-party advertisers under electoral spending laws in Canada. In the United States, they're known as a PAC or a mm-hmm. political action committee. And the way this works in Canada is that these groups are, they're allowed to advertise, but starting on June 30th, they're required to register with Elections Canada, and they also face spending limits. Yep. But that's on June 30th in the run-up to the fall that's, election. That's what right, you're seeing says now. Right now, it's wide open. Yep. And that's they it. don't have to register. They can spend as much as they want. And that happened in 2015 as well. So you don't really get to the bottom of who these groups are in terms of having to file reports and audited statements and such. Uh, because, uh, again, as you point out, the, deadline, the, the kickoff really doesn't begin for a couple more weeks yet, which is why I think you're going to see more of these ads come the next Raptors sure. game. Sure. Uh, uh, on Thursday night? Yeah, they can spend as much as they want right now, and they don't have to disclose anything. So now here's another ad. Now, this one is an attack ad against Trudeau, and once again, it's another one of these third-party ads. This is from a group called Shaping Canada's Future, and this is a group that clearly wants, I think, obviously, the Conservatives to win the election. So here's the attack against Trudeau. Well, it's been four years. Let's talk about Justin. We should start with what he promised. A balanced budget. And that didn't happen. He promised electoral reform. That was a lie. Have you seen the price of gas lately? His carbon tax is making it too expensive to drive. That's what he wants. He doesn't get people like us. It's clear he's in over his head. He's certainly not his father. Justin Trudeau. He was never ready. 
Nice hair, though. Yeah. Now, now you remember, these are the same group of voters or people, average people gathered around a table, yeah. supposedly, right? From the ad four years ago, where the guy says at the end, nice hair, though. And I was waiting for him to say it again. Like, I thought he was going to say for sure. He still has it's, nice hair, though, but he didn't say it. Anyway. It's odd that they resurrected this thing because... It's uh, the same people. It was not, a, obviously, because Trudeau won quite handsomely in 2015... That ad was not effective. Didn't work. It didn't work. So why bring in the same people? <clears throat> you know, now they're they're uh, four years older, basically. Yeah. Uh, that guy sounds even older than he did in 2015. The grumpy old man. Well, isn't that demographic for conservatives? Uh, well, that, that that grumpy old man is a is a conservative demographic. But I just I think this one's a little uh, hokey, uh, particularly since it didn't work in 2015. And they're just, they're trying the same mode of attack that they're, they're sort of belittling Trudeau that he's too young, that he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't think that's where Trudeau is potentially vulnerable i think it's more on his track record i kind of laughed at the one line in there though when the one guy says the carbon tax is making it too expensive to drive and the other guy says that's what he wants <laughs> i i laughed at that i thought it was kind of funny but there's another version of that ad i've seen online i didn't see it on tv where one of the female uh, panelists there around the table uh, they show a picture of Jody Wilson Raybo and Jane Philpot, and she says, "I don't like how he treats women." I think that's Ooh, that's more effective yeah. uh, potentially for for damaging Mr. Trudeau than the other things about carbon tax. Okay, get set to see a lot more of these. Uh, I think because, like I said, no spending limits right now. That doesn't kick in until uh, a little later. So it's it's a free for all right now. And like you said, Keith. Unfortunately, there will be another Raptors game, which is uh, too bad they didn't wrap it up last night. So it means more more of these ads maybe probably coming. Yeah, maybe Thursday and Sunday. Yeah, it could Who happen. Who knows? Keith, thanks for coming in. All right. That's Keith Baldry. He's the Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Keep voting in our hot question of the day on this, by the way. At CKNW on Twitter is where you'll find it.